Kedushin Perik Dalad Mishnah Hey four five. In the previous Mishnah, we had said that you need to check certain people in a woman's family tree um, to make sure her yechus is okay. Here, our Mishnah will say there are certain men who are safely to be assumed to have proper yechus, and therefore, uh, if for this person, you don't need to check above them in the family tree. So the Mishnah says, "Ein bodkin lo min ulamala." Any Kohen who served in the base of Mikdash, literally means anyone who was at the Mizbeach, but it's not specifically that he offered the Korban per se, um, and up on his family tree does need to be checked because the Sanhedrin Hagadol in Yerushalayim would have checked uh, every Kohen properly before they allowed him to, to do the Avoda. Volomen HaDuchen Ulamala. Similarly, any Levi who served in the base of Mikdash um, would have been checked properly by the Sanhedrin, therefore you can um, safely assume that his antecedents are also 100% okay from a Yichas point of view. The reference here to the Duchen is the platform that sat in the Azara, in the court of the temple between the Ezra's Yisrael and the Ezra's Kohanim, um, on which the, the Levium um, would sing during the pouring of the wine of the uh, Korban Tamit. Velomen has Sanhedrin Ulamala, and similarly, any any Jew who sat on a Sanhedrin, this is referring to a Sanhedrin of 23, doesn't necessarily mean the Sanhedrin of 71, the Sanhedrin of Gadol in Yerushalayim, but even every uh, city in Israel had a 23-person Sanhedrin that would judge um, capital cases, and anyone who sat on, on a Sanhedrin would be required to have proper yichus. Uh, this is actually not from a Pasuk. It's when yes, Yisrael gave advice to Moshe, and it says, V'hakel me'alecha v'nasu itach. They will lighten your burden, and they'll um, you know share the burden with you to judge. And the drush is that it says, Itach with you, they have to be like you in terms of Yechus being good, like Moshe Rabbeinu. Therefore, one who sat on a Sanhedrin of 23 um, is probably going to be miuchas and no need to check above him. Note that... Uh, the bartender learned this a little differently. His shot is a little confusing and, and hard to understand. Um, hold that thought for a second. Uh, the Mishkazan say, V'kol shehuchsuku avosav meshotre harabim. Anybody whose ancestor um, was from the shotre harabim. This means people who sat on a court um, that administered to monetary cases and um, administered to the, you know, the, that's what shotre harabim refers to. So this is understood to be people specifically in Yerushalayim. In Jerusalem, they were careful to let, even though anybody really in truth can sat, sit on a Sanhedrin of, a Bezin, I should say, a Bezin of three people, to judge monetary cases. In Yerushalayim, they're careful to have only very miyuchas people do it. Um, and therefore, in Yerushalayim, Jerusalem, if you sat as Shochir Rabbim, as administrators in a Bezin that were dealing with financial cases, you can be safely assumed to be okay. Now, the Bartonora seems to conflate these two things, and he talks about the Sanhedrin, exemption for the previous line of the mission referring to just the Sanhedrin in Yushalayim. This is very difficult to understand um, and wouldn't be Lohalacha. Uh, certainly because anyone who said on Sanhedrin, even outside of Yushalayim, could, uh, must be Miuchas. But in Yushalayim, they were careful even for a bezin of three for monetary cases. Also, Vigabe'e Tzedaka, people who were Tzedaka collectors. This is not what you probably imagine. Um, in the time of Chazal, and really till relatively recent times, the way the Jewish community has worked in terms of meeting their financial needs of the community to support the widows and orphans, etc., um, was that the people in charge of, of the community would assess the total budget, and they would say, listen, um, 
each they'd have a roster. Each family would say, listen, this family can afford to pay 100, this one can afford to pay 200, this first family can afford to pay 300, and they would tell you how much you're giving to support the communal needs. So if you didn't live up to your, comp- your obligations, as was demand of you by the community. So then, um, the time of the mission here, there were authorized agents um, who could actually like confiscate your property and hold it as collateral until you deliver um, what you have to deliver to support the community based on what the authorities said you have to pay. These are Jewish authorities. So the point is, such Gabbai Tzedak would actually go into a person's home, even on Arab Shabbos, they're busy making Shabbos, and they would say, listen, you haven't paid your what you need for us to support the community, we're, you know, we're confiscating your table and chairs until you, until you pay up. So those people, of course, are going to be finding themselves in a lot of um, sticky situations and a lot of nasty things will be said to them by people who are unhappy about having their table and chairs or whatever it is being confiscated in Arab Shabbos. And therefore, if there would be any negative um, you know, lineage, you know, any problems with their pedigree, so then you better believe the people who are irritated at them would, you know, be casting those aspersions and saying, you know, you're a illegitimate child and your mother was a whatnot. And that being the case, um, it would come out in the wash and people would know about this. So, so anybody who was a Gabbai Tadaka and it wasn't already part of the public discourse that they had some problem in their family tree could be safely assumed to have a clean lineage because it would have come out otherwise. So, so those people, Messi and Lekahuna, these people can, um, their daughters can marry Kohanim. No need to search any more into them. See, there are two categories of mission. You'll know back. The first one was talking about the people who served in the base of Mikdash or the Sanhedrin. A Sanhedrin. Those are people who, by halachic necessity, must be properly miuchas. These people over here, the people of the Shochei Rabbim and Gabi Tzedaka, those people um, aren't halakhi requires a proper pedigree, but the matter, the fact of the matter is that they can be safely assumed to have had a proper pedigree, as I described before. Rabbi Yossi Omer, af mishahaya chasum eid ba'archi hayeshana shel tzipori. Rabbi adds another category of people, people who were edim, witnesses um, to the proceedings that happened in this court called um, Yeshana, the, te- the court in the city of Yeshana, which was next to Tsipori, Tsipori, Sephiroth, in English, um, was a place where the Sanhedrin was for a time. There was a village next to it, Yeshana, which had a court. That was the Arki we're talking to it, Arki Yeshana. That is, so Yeshana means the name of the town. And that court was in charge of establishing um, Yechus issues, and therefore anybody who would be um, accepted as a legitimate witness there to sign on documents confirming other people's lineage um, would certainly have a good pedigree of their own. That's how the Barthenor learns, like the Rambam. Uh, worth noting, uh, Rashi seems to not have this word aid in his gear. So, so Rashi learns it's not the aid and the witnesses who served in such a court, but the judges themselves, meaning the judges who served in this place called Yeshana, their court next to Tzipuri, um, those judges were for sure good, kind of like the judges of Yushalayim who served in the Bezin of three. So that's Rashi's version. Rabbi Hanina ben Antignus Omer, he has one, one more person. He says, anybody who was on the list of the roster of the soldiers of um, King David, David Melech, so those people were for sure um, 
tzaddikim with proper yichus, and therefore, if they're on the list of soldiers, so then they can be assumed to have been have had proper yichus. No need to search further back than that. Sort of an academic point, but I guess an important one. Um, the word istratia is referring not to the army per se, because there's a word for that, you know, tzava, etc. Um, the word istratia is referring to this roster, because the way it would work is that the soldiers in David, King David's army would be basically one month in service, and then one month go back home to their families, and then back one month in service again. Um, so this like the schedules referring to these istratias. Anyone who's on the list of that schedule can be safely assumed to have proper yichus as well. Says Rabbi Chanina Ben Antignos.